Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. Uh, thank you for joining us in this uh, podcast on evidence-based medicine. I myself am board certified in internal medicine and radiology. I have with me one of the world's experts in gastroenterology and nutrition, Dr. Alan Safdie, who's board certified in gastroenterology and internal medicine. He's been the principal investigator in about 300 clinical studies and co-investigator in about 900 clinical studies. I won't bore you with all his credentials. He speaks all over the world. We're lucky to have him. Alan, tell us about non-alcoholic steatohepatitis called MASH. As I understand it, this is the one of the most common causes of the liver disease and now the most common cause for a liver transplant in the United States. Is that true? It's, it's an epidemic, Bill. Um, you know, we can call it fatty liver, um, which people may know it from that name rather than, you know, our non-alcoholic steatohepatitis or NASH, which is a little bit harder to pronounce. Um, but our liver is getting overtaxed from the delivery of too much metabolic substrate. Uh, that is bad fats and bad carbohydrates. Um, and we have a liver that's tax because of this and has fat within it. The fat squishes out the normal cells. The normal cells can die. And when they die and they die enough, uh, enough of them die, you can get fibrosis or scarring. When you get enough scarring, you're not going to be able to regenerate this. So it really is an epidemic. So that, that scarring leads to a, what doctors call cirrhosis. And the cirrhosis uh, leads to the death of the liver. Is that correct? That's correct. And you know, we know a lot of things that cause it. I mean, I used to think, you know, is it just fructose? Because we consume way too much fructose. Uh, yeah, fructose, really just for the audience, fructose, the United States is the only place in the world that allows uh, for um, high uh, fructose uh, corn syrup to be added to their foods. And that's just done for political reasons, uh, not for the, uh, health benefits. Dr. Uh, Dr. Safti has testified in front of Congress about trying to get uh, high fructose uh, corn syrup out of our diet uh, unsuccessfully, unfortunately. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah, I mean, fructose is commonly found in, you know, the sugary drinks you're going to consume, sweets that you may consume, not that I'll consume, processed foods, and is used widely in food production in the United States. Um, in, in fact, it's almost impossible not to find it. We, we have to search to find a ketchup, a natural ketchup, that does not have fructose in it. So you really have to be uh, look look at the labels to avoid fructose. It's very difficult to avoid in the United States. Yeah, and you want to look at the labels for all the hidden sugars, multidextran, dextrans, all the other things, agave. Um, you know, even honey is predominantly fructose. Uh, agave is fructose for the most part. But this fatty liver is associated with not just obesity, but it's associated with type 2 diabetes, which is going up in the United States. Um, and it's, it has increased substantially throughout the developed world in recent years. When I was in India, uh, we saw a tremendous amount in people that were skinny, fatty livers. So it's visceral fat. It's fat that you can't see from the outside. It's fat squishing these normal liver cells. Um, but we know that fructose in the United States has been one of the culprits. Um, it's been, you know, um, one of the things that we probably shouldn't have. Uh, and a few years ago, nature communication showed that fructose causes the immune system to become inflamed 
and that process produces more reactive molecules. These reactive molecules cause inflammation. The inflammation is kind goes on to damage your cells, damage your tissues, damage your organs. Um, you know, may damage your heart, you know, as well as your liver. So we're seeing that we need to change our diet. In India, it was a lot of the simple sugars. Um, you know, we had a lot of white rice, a lot of uh, breads that were not high in fiber. There wasn't a tremendous amount of fiber in some of these patients' diets. Uh, so it, it was a different reason for the fatty liver. But this fatty liver is a significant problem. Um, early on, fat within the liver is trivial. You don't have that much inflammation. As you get more fat in there, we get steatohepatitis. Itis on the end of anything in medicine means inflammation. So it's fat, steato, and then inflammation of the liver or the hepar. Uh, and later on, you get cirrhosis. So, you know, type 2 diabetes, we, it's rampant. Um, as a risk factor, type 2 diabetes is a huge risk factor for this. Uh, poor diet is a huge risk factor. When we have a sedentary lifestyle, snacking, fast food, saturated fats, trans fats, processed meats, uh, and we change our microbiome, those all... The epigenetics of changing your microbiome may lead to this also. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to me. I mean, when you and I were interns, um, it was unheard of to see a child with type 2 diabetes. Uh, it, it just never happened. And now it happens uh, all the time. In fact, that's one of the most common causes for admission to Children's Hospital here in Cincinnati is uh, type 2 diabetes in a child. And, and it's just a sin. It's, it's all diet related. It's all related to lack of exercise. And uh, it, it's just totally unnecessary disease. You're absolutely right. And we need to look at this. We need to pay attention to this. All of us need to pay attention. I mean, I've never been overweight in my life, but I am very strict in watching my diet and what I eat. But, you know, if our fat supply exceeds our adipose storage capacity. I mean, if you take in too much fat or too much bad sugars are converted to fat, and that exceeds the ability of these fats with normal fat tissues in our body to store these, then you start to get insulin resistance. And when you get that, your blood sugar goes up, you get macrovascular disease, blood vessels get disease, we get type 2 diabetes, we get high blood pressure, our uric acid can go up, our lipids become abnormal, and then we also have what is an epidemic for us right now is this non-alcoholic fatty liver disease or fatty liver or NASH. And that is causing, as you mentioned initially, you know, the number one cause of liver transplantation. We have treatments for hepatitis B. We have cures for hepatitis C. We have vaccines for hepatitis B. We don't have any of those for NASH or these fatty livers. So lifestyle modification really makes a difference in regards to your risk factor for getting this. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real problem. I mean, myself as a radiologist, um, as outpatients, I see uh, 10 to 15 cases of this a day. I mean, huge numbers of uh, fatty liver disease. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, Ohio, Cincinnati, Central America, central part of America. Well, and, and we have 
you know, there's some interesting studies. There was a French study, a uh, single center study, uh, bariatric surgery in severely obese patients. And they had biopsy confirmed. So they put a needle in the liver, took some of the liver out, look at it in a microscope. And they have inflammation of liver and they have fatty liver. Uh, and they did bariatric surgery or surgery to help them lose weight. So uh, the most common people think of as gastric bypass. But looking five years post-surgery, 64 of the 94 patients, so it's a pretty decent-sized study, um, 84% of them had resolution of the inflammation and no worsening of the scarring. So we know that changing behaviors, this is the extreme in changing behaviors, can help, can stop progression of this disease. Um, you know, doesn't require one to go on to liver transplantation. Um, so we need to pay attention to it and we need to look at our type 2 diabetes. We need to look at other things as risk factors. We need to look at our lifestyle, our exercise pattern. There's no reason that people can't be exercising at least 22 minutes a day to get up to 150 minutes per week. Um, so, you know, pay attention to your diet, you know, fast foods, uh, processed, highly processed foods. Remember, we want to be eating whole foods. If we're just eating whole foods and get rid of the sedentary lifestyle and the bad snacking, the bad fast, fast foods, saturated fats, trans fats, and the processed meats, we're going to do pretty well. We're going to improve our gut microbiome, and we're going to be able to stop a lot of this progression of this fatty liver and you can have this still, and Bill, you can testify to this. You can see fatty liver in people of normal weight. Oh yes, it's 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 not uncommon to have someone of normal weight to have a, a fatty liver, and um, uh, it's amazing. It's, and it's frightening. People people are just totally unaware of it, and many many people don't know about fructose and the absolute dangers of uh, high fructose corn syrup. Uh, literally, I consider it a poison, and. Uh, uh, this is the only country in the world that allows uh, allows it to be added to the uh, foods. So, um, if you liked our podcast, Alan, that was a great talk, a, a really important discussion. It's something that's I think the, one of the most important discussions we've had. Uh, if you liked uh, evidence based medicine, uh, please subscribe to our channel and please tell your friends about our podcast. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Bill. Stay safe. <laughs>